Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off In Depth Conversations in Applied Geophysics. In this episode, I speak with Roberto Feinstein on Southeast Asia, the featured special section in August, The Leading Edge. Roberto showcases his vast knowledge of this region of the world while highlighting the geological and geophysical historical developments in this region. Through the papers in this special section, he also outlines the fascinating research path ahead. If you are unfamiliar with the geophysical history of Southeast Asia or want to hear the latest research and future for this important region, this episode has you covered. Roberto is a geophysics advisor and SEG emeritus with more than 40 years of international experience in the oil business. Among his many accomplishments, he contributed to many of the oil and gas discoveries in Southwest Asia, the Northwest Java Sea, and the East Java Sea. He also contributed significantly to the Deep Water Program in Brazil. For the full show notes and links to the papers, visit seg.org forward slash podcast. Now, for our conversation. You know, as we look at this special section on Southeast Asia, what stands out to you from these papers highlighting the developments and the research occurring in Southeast Asia right now? Southeast Asia is the site of the world's largest archipelago. And this TLE Southeast Asia special issue reviews geophysics topics of the Far East Archipelago with descriptive contributions that cover several of its magnificent geotectonic provinces. Historically, this region is linked with oil and gas discoveries for well over one century and with the development of geophysics technology onshore and offshore. Therefore, this leading-edge special issue covers exploration and development of oil and gas over Southeast Asia with a series of papers describing the tertiary basins, such as Andaman Sea, Sarawak, which is Borneo, and Makassar Strait. So these three areas, they are part of the Sunda Shelf, which encompass many countries in uh, in the western part of the archipelago. The main countries that are incorporated here are Indonesia and Malaysia. And, and then in the eastern part of the archipelago, what we call the eastern Sunda, there are the pre-tertiary basins, such as Timor-Leste and West Papua. Therefore, we have uh, many papers covering comprehensively the entire archipelago, and uh, we use modern seismic technology. We describe multi-client seismic surveys, the deep water frontier area, and all are addressed for the ongoing pursuit of new energy reserves. Well, speaking of a thorough review, there's a lot of papers in this special section, so let's look at a few of them here. You know, what sets Baba Safari et al. petroelastic modeling apart from the typical PEM in use today? Well, in actuality, from the geophysics theory point of view, this paper would be typical of the petroelastic modeling presently in use. However, they introduce a new and simplified, easier to implement variation of the 
established differential effective medium rock physics modeling methods. They demonstrate its utility with two applications using well and 3D seismic data from a large gas field in the Luconia carbonate platform of offshore Sarawak in East Malaysia. In the first application, they used their rock physics model calibrated with well data to predict elastic velocity logs where they are missing in the well. In the second application, prediction is made of the distribution of port types away from well control using Bayesian probability analysis of derivative products of pre-stacked seismic inversion for petrophysical parametrization of reservoir models. Therefore, it represents an application of petroelastic model in a very active exploration and production province in East Malaysia, Sarawak, which is also called Borneo or Kalimantan in Indonesia, which means that um, it shall be a standard for future applications in this region that encompasses not just the Luconia carbonate platforms in, uh, in, in Sarawak uh, part of Malaysia, but also in the Natuna Sea of Indonesia. You know, Chandelaw et al. explore how advancements in seismic acquisition and imaging strategies helped lead to success for Petronas in the Malaysian basins. What advancement particularly stood out to you that they highlighted in this paper? Well, Petronas has been very keen on the applications of modern seismic technology. So they are uh, very keen on it. So the key applications that um, are included in this paper are how to image below low-velocity shallow gas and high-velocity carbonates, hence imaging of complex geology for exploring deep water and also deeper plays in the lithology, and the high-resolution imaging of shallower lithology clastic plays sense. Dual and multi-measurement treatments, multi-azimuth and full azimuth, triple and pentasource blended acquisition, two and four components, 2C and 4C. Those are seabed seismic technologies that have been successfully integrated with high-end processing and imaging technologies like advanced demultiple techniques, blending, full waveform inversion, FWI, reverse time migration, RTM, and PS, the compressional wave velocity to shear wave velocity conversion. And, and all of these were done for improving the image of complex subsurface structures. Now, looking to, to something you worked on, you helped co-author a paper that was led by Rajesh Kalra that used state-of-the-art seismic technology to assess the North Andaman Sea. And in the paper, you all can only present limited examples of this large study undertaken. What was left out of the paper that you are particularly eager to explore in more depth? Well, the North Andaman Sea region is situated at the very western edge of the archipelago. It is a fascinating basin environment that embraces a forearch basin, a volcanic arc basin, and a back arc basin. Plus, it has a young spreading center splitting the northern region, which is the north of the Mansi, from the central and southern counterpart. All of these regions have quite distinctive tectonic characteristics. One of the largest fault systems in the world, the Sargang Fault, connects the spreading center to the northern area and go 
way on shore to Myanmar in the to the north of the North Andaman Sea. The work with 3G modern seismic volumes and advanced seismic data processing included SRME demultiple, Kirchhoff migration, RTM migration, AVO analysis, seismic attributes, spectral decomposition, and seismic inversion model. All these were applied to further understand the complex lithology of Andaman Sea. And that uh, included the thick, low-velocity pliomyosine hemipelagic uh, clays uh, strata over higher velocity, deeper, the rimmed carbonate platform, which is the reservoir, the main reservoir at the giant Yadana field in, to the north in Myanmar. And also had to deal with a series of MTCs, which is a, a mass transport complex. Uh, those are olistostromes that were deposited due to uh, slope instability. Therefore, there are fascinating e examples of gas seepages from deeper to shallower beds. Uh, and that represents another challenge that, uh, as it may represent upper mantle influence. Therefore, there's a lot more to be done in the North Adman Sea many intriguing questions that we still don't know and that we're going to look for in the future. In summary, much still has to be done to exhaust the geophysics data into an integral interpretation of these northern basins on the Andaman Sea. Well, I guess it's a plus that there is more work to be done. You know, looking at a, a, another paper in BERT et al., the researchers concluded that the biggest gains for subsurface images, they came not from improvements in the sensor quality, but from the order of magnitude increases in the receiver side sampling and overall survey trace density. That's a lot there. You know, what takeaways could other researchers possibly have from this conclusion? Well, absolutely correct. What you said is very interesting paper. And this paper is in a, the merit of this paper is that uh, it's done on a pre-tertiary basin at the very eastern edge of the archipelago, as opposed to the northern Andaman Sea, which is the western edge of the archipelago. So this is in West Papua. And over the cluster of the gas fields that supply uh, LNG to to China, Korea, South Korea, and Japan. So this is a marvelous application of high-end, multiple nodes, seafloor technology that in the end produced very, very good quality images of karst deposits in the shallower lithology. And these karsts, they overlie the deeper Jurassic reservoirs and handling the, this shallow lithology of the karst has always been a great problem. On previous legacy data, the seismic scattering produced by the karstified surfaces precluded a good definition of the drilling paths and the proper imaging of reservoirs. Therefore, the results of this survey points out for future directions for seismic applications, not only restricted to subcarst karst imaging, but also applications to the imaging of other areas, uh, such as uh, pre-salt reservoirs. You know, what makes studying Timor Island so unique? In the Timor Island is a microcontinent with a unique geological and geophysical features. 
As it is, Timor, detached from the Australia Gondwana, drifted away, and since the late Miocene is under a reapproximation and collision with the Australian plate. I have personally made some uh, several geological excursions to the outcrops and looked at the outcrops of Timor-Leste and became familiar with the field, geologist wor field geology work of many predecessors, geologists such as giant geologists such as Audley Charles. The study of the outcrops yields a better comprehension of the relationship between the Gondwana, the Banda Arc, the Overtrust, and of the accretionary prism. This paper on the TLE special issue briefly studies the geophysical characteristics of the southern coast and its offshore, therefore the Australian plate and the accretionary prism. And these are the most prospective regions of Timor. There is much to, to be done in the offshore region and is the accurate imaging of the Jurassic and overall the Australian continental slope, the resolution imaging of the accretionary prism and uh, of the layers under it, such as the understanding better the Permo-Triassic plate that is on the Australian plate. Well, I, I really appreciate your thorough understanding of not only this part of the world, but just these specific papers in particular. Your knowledge is, it runs very deep here. You know, how do you see the techniques and case studies and the tools presented across these papers improving the industry itself? Well, this, uh, these papers, you know, when, when we look at Southeast Asia, we, we see that uh, Southeast Asia has a long history in exploration and development. And uh, major oil companies have their history linked to Southeast Asia, such as Shell Oil, that in 1897 discovered the Sanga Sanga field in Kalimantan, a field that is still in production. ExxonMobil, that in 1922 discovered in South Sumatra, Indonesia, the Talanakar field, which, which is, was one of the world-class fields at that time. And uh, Chevron, uh, which had a subsidiary, uh, Caltex, uh, California Standard and Texaco, that discovered in 1941 and 1944 the Minas and the Dury fields in central Sumatra, which until today are the major fields in the, in the, in the archipelago. Therefore, since the beginning of the last century, the, the oil companies and the geophysical companies have their history and their development linked to this region. For example, Schlumberger logged its first well in 1930 in, in central Sumatra. So this list of papers, therefore, continues the tradition of efficient application of new geophysical technologies to achieve economic success. Southeast Asia is a major player in the LNG market, is one of the leaders in the energy market in the world. Yet, oil reserves are not being replaced adequately at the present time, and with the help of the new geophysics techniques, we hope to revert this uh, situation. You know, what do you hope the readers of this special section take away from it? I think uh, the readers will be fascinated by uh, looking at uh, this immense archipelago, one the, the largest archipelago in the world, which such beautiful history in the oil business, in the geophysics business, and uh, the variety 
of papers because these papers in this special issue, they not only cover the, the entire archipelago, but they cover a variety of geological situations and an immense variety of geophysical techniques. Therefore, I think this is going to be the the best quality or the quality that the readers will take out of, from this special issue. Well, there's a lot of great information and, and data and, and results to pour through in, in this special section. You know, I just want to close with a couple general questions here. If you could offer one piece of advice for someone that would like to succeed in your field, what would it be? I think uh, basically persistence, you know, persistence and uh, I've been I've been in the geophysical world for about 50, more than 50 years and I think that uh, persistence really pays off because by looking at many different cases you built in your mind uh the se- several situations that uh, in your memory you'd say ah I've seen this this play before or I see that that kind of play before and therefore we bring forward the discussion of the geology and geophysics as it's applied specifically for a new play. And hopefully the drill was successful well. And I think this future for the new generation, which is the generation of computers, they will be more focused in in computer learning, in in uh, the power the power of today's computers to to achieve results in the oil fields. Well, you're living that persistence by uh, recording this for the second time. So thank you for that. And and lastly here, um, if you could solve just one mystery as a scientist, what would you want to solve? Oh, there are many. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm intrigued so, by so many mysteries in, in science and geophysics. I'm, to tell you the truth, I'm interested in many things like... Uh, I like the origin of the universe, the origin of the planets, origin of life. Uh, so uh, I think <laughs> we have so many things that we don't understand. And uh, and therefore, that's why we have a variety of scientists on, on, on our planet and they focus in the, their specific specialities. I, my focus is geophysics. Is, and that, that's what I grew up with and what I love. Well, doing what you love, that is a powerful thing. Is there anything else you would like to share about this special section that I did not ask? Well, I think uh, we pretty much uh, looked at everything in the in this special section. But um, I would say that uh, Southeast Asia, there are right now new plays, uh, such as the Luconia carbonates in East Malaysia, that uh, have been uh, kind of stay there dormant in shallow waters. And right now have been uh, have been found by the Thai Thai uh, company, and also the place that have not been drilled in deep water, the frontier area, and uh, especially the Permo Triassic, which uh, is quite intriguing. So, uh, but the future is being dominated by technology. The the time of the geologists going to the field and looking at the outcrops is more or less over. Right now, we have to understand the deeper strata, the deeper lithology, and this uh, is the the work of geophysics. Well, I appreciate you making this interview happen a second time. It's been a pleasure to speak with you both times, and uh, this was successful for sure, and I, I look forward to sharing this with our audience. 
Well, thank you very much. I'm I'm very happy to to be talking and making this podcast. And thank you very much, Mr. Andrew Geary. I've been looking at uh, some of your uh, seismic sound offs, and uh, they are very interesting and a wide interest to the audience of geophysicists. Well, I am very happy and honored that we can now contribute your contributions to the podcast, and uh, maybe we'll get to do this again. Very good. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) Thank you for listening to SEG's flagship podcast. Please share this episode with a friend, colleague, or manager that would enjoy hearing this episode. Your recommendation is the single best action you can take on behalf of SEG's podcast. Go to our website at seg.org forward slash podcast to find all our episodes and learn how you can listen to this podcast directly on your phone without downloading an app. Original music by Zach Bridges. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary. The SEG podcast team is Jennifer Crockett, Allie McGinnis, and Mick Sweeney. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.